Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Let's be honest with each other. The Democrats didn't win their elections this time around because they had better candidates with better ideas. They're just better liars. What's, what's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. We'll get to that in just a minute. But, uh, you know, something something Ron DeSantis said during his um, during his victory speech was so important and so potent and I think so uh, so prophetic. And I think it's 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 a a it's a mentality or an idea that's going to spread. It's he lit a, a fire here in Florida. It burned really brightly. And now I think you're going to start seeing it going uh, around to all the different states. And that is the concept of 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 killing woke. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Of, of wokeness dying on the vine. In fact, the, probably the best line of his speech was when he said, Florida is where woke goes to die. And he said, we fight woke in our schools and in our corporations and pretty much everywhere you want. And I joked that, yeah, you walk outside and like every morning, there's just dead woke all over the uh, all over the shore, all over the beaches, washed up like whale carcasses, just woke everywhere. And the uh, they've got woke kill, you know, like roadkill. But you're driving on the street and you're like, what is that, a deer? Oh, no, that's dead woke. And then the woke kill guy comes and and cleans it all up. And that's basically uh, thanks in part to well, not just Ron DeSantis, but the people I hear in Florida who who not only stand with him, but stand up uh, in addition to him. You know, it takes an entire, it's not just one person, it takes an entire state of individuals who are willing to say, uh, you think woke's a great idea? Hold my beer. And here in Florida, that's basically, that's our state motto is hold my beer. Although I think I'd like to change it. I'm petitioning to have it changed to where woke goes to die. I'd love that on my license plate. You know, like Mark K, Florida, where woke goes to die. Or when you're driving in, you said, welcome to Florida, the sunshine state, you know the sign. I think now it should, you, you, you know, the sign. No, I'm sorry. Um, I think that when we should change it to welcome to Florida, where woke goes to die. Maybe woke just doesn't like sunshine. Maybe it's like a vampire, you know, like vampires. When they get into the sunlight, they just, they just melt or they just, I don't, I don't know. They shrivel up. It's been a long time since I've seen, uh, since I've seen twilight. So I'm, I forget how vampires actually die. I think there's something with sunlight though. They don't like it. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's kind of the idea. And this whole concept of where woke goes to die is really fascinating to me because about a year, gosh, almost two years ago now, I wrote a book called The Woke Folk. And I wrote the book, The Woke Folk, because on Dr. Seuss's 100th birthday, his family announced, which is a horrible way to celebrate someone's birthday, that they were canceling three of his own titles. I mean, think about how, think about how pissed off Dr. Seuss's ghost must be. The guy works his whole life. He writes these books. He writes these stories. He draws these pictures. He creates a multi-million dollar company, uh, an imprint, a publishing brand. He's got TV shows and movies and everything else, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Everybody knows Dr. Seuss. Everybody loves Dr. Seuss. His family, his 
his, his, you know, uh, great, great grandchildren or whoever they are, they don't have to work another day in their lives because of all the work that he did during his and on his 100th or what would have been his 100th birthday. Cause he didn't make it that long. They decide to honor him by canceling three of his titles and calling him a big fat racist. And there, and three really great books. One of them I have, I still have I, to think that I saw it on Mulberry street. Um, they didn't like something about, uh, about a Chinese character that he drew back in like the fifties. And so they just decided we're not going to publish uh, this book or there's a couple of others. And they said, no, uh-uh, no way, Jose, no way, uh, Theodore Geisel, which was his actual name. Um, and so, and so they canceled him. And I thought to myself, that's horrible. That's first of all, disrespectful. Second of all, I just screw you guys. And third of all, I, as a fan of Dr. Seuss, my entire life, I'm not going to stand for it. So I wrote a book called the woke folk. Actually, let me backtrack. I wrote a poem called the woke folk and I performed it on the air and someone immediately said, you know, you should illustrate that and put it in a book and I'd buy it. And whenever somebody says I'd buy something, I'd jump into action. So I did. And I found this woman who's a really talented illustrator. She illustrated the entire thing. We bound it together as a book and we sold thousands and thousands and thousands of copies. Became an international bestseller. And it's still been out there. We haven't really promoted it. We've had a lot of other stuff going on with our Joe Tree and everything else. But uh, but I re-released as soon as as soon as Ron DeSantis brought wokeism back into pull, uh, full public view. As soon as he said, you know what, Florida is where woke goes to die. I thought to myself, I got to get more of these books out there. So we've re-released the woke folk. If you never got a copy, now's the time to get a copy. If you never purchased the woke folk the first time around, you can do it now. It makes for a fantastic gift for yourself or for someone else. Christmas is coming. If you have grandchildren or children, whatever, get, get each one of them a copy because it's, uh, it's something that kids love. It reads like a children's book. It teaches them valuable lessons. If you are not a child, but you just, you know, need a, a, a crash course in what woke ideology is and how dangerous it is to society, absolutely grab a copy. It's a great conversation piece. I've had people pick it up whenever they come in the studio and go, this is great. How do I get a copy? And uh, I think they think I'm just going to give them one. But I go, no, here's what you do. Go to thewokefolkbook.com. And they go, oh, okay, sure. Uh, but it, but that's where we've re-released them. Like I said, thewokefolkbook.com. T-H-E-W-O-K-E-F-O-L-K-B-O-O-K.com. Thewokefolkbook.com. You can go there right now. It's a special uh, $17 offer. It's like, it's like, I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's a bunch off the cover price. And um, grab one, like I said, to, for yourself today to celebrate Ron DeSantis's major victory and the uh, and the resounding victory he's had over woke, because once again, Florida is where woke goes to die. The woke folk dot com. All right, let's get back to the elections and Democrats being better liars. I want you to realize that the Democrats, first of all, they didn't really win anything. They maintained control of the Senate. We now know that Nevada still a Democrat, Arizona still a Democrat. I mean, yes, it would have been nice for the Republicans to not only choose candidates that could have won in those states, but given them the resources they needed to win more on that later. Um, it didn't happen. It didn't materialize. And for whatever reason, we got Dr. Oz uh, in Pennsylvania and John Fetterman won that seat away from the Republicans. So now the Georgia Senate race is still very important, but it's not going to, it's not going to choose control. It's just going to choose how much control we give the Democrats. And hopefully we don't give them that much at all. Um, and I really think that Americans realize that, Having one party control of every branch of government is now bad. That's why the House flipped or will flip when all the votes are counted, if that ever happens. And, uh, and that's why I think the Senate is still so close and will remain close um, with the Georgia runoff. 
that I believe Herschel Walker can can win if everybody you know gets their gets their stuff together. Uh, but there's a lot of other things that happen. The the Democrats I, they didn't win because they're better candidates with better ideas. In fact, they're worse candidates. They're socialists. They're crazy, uh, you know, fascists. They're revolutionaries. They're people that hate the United States of America, the Constitution, everything that it stands for. And their ideas are horrible. And giving away free money that we don't have, bankrupting our 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 you know our our national reserves, federalizing everything from uh, Roe v. Wade to the elections, opening up our border, handing out amnesty to people, making ourselves dependent on energy uh, to tyrannical dictators that just want to put a, put a gun to our head and destroy us. So it doesn't make any sense. These are not better policies. Inflation through the roof. Home prices. The uh, the average home prices is, is skyrocketing. The value, though, of your home is going down, as a matter of fact, which is only the Democrats can accomplish that. Uh, things are tough to find and everybody everywhere is hurting. Um, but the Democrats do one good thing or one thing better than the Republicans, and that is they lie. They're better liars. They lied about uh, they lied about Republicans wanting to take away a woman's right to choose. They lied about um, Donald Trump and the and the extremism that's coming, you know, racing through America. They lied about how uh, the the Republicans were trying to take away your Social Security and your Medicaid. All lies. And they they were able to get enough voters, whether it was the Gen Z voters or the unmarried women or whoever it was, to believe that, A, first of all, abortion is this big necessary evil that we have. We have to have abortion. It's your God given right. It's not at all. Um, but they lied about it and they and they were more convincing. They were able to tap into the heart. And that's we know that young people are not the smartest people in the world. We know that Gen Z um, and these unmarried single women in their 20s and men are not the most intelligent. They they feel things. They don't think about things. They react emotionally. They don't react rationally. Uh, it's not until you get older and wiser and you have a little bit of money and you settle down and you start thinking about the future. That's when you start thinking realistically. If you're young and you don't, you're not concerned about your future at all, if you think you have the, the, your entire life ahead of you, yeah, you don't, you're not going to think about the border right now. You're going to think about what your pronouns are. You know, if you're, if you're like not even thinking about what your kids are going to do or the kind of world they're going to grow up in or what their moral values are going to be, then you think abortion is cool because if you get an abortion, you can still go on spring break and not have to worry about, you know, that, that ugly baby bump uh, ruining your new bikini. That's the kind of stuff that young people think about. The older you get, the more conservative you get. It's, it, it's a fact. Um, and so the Democrats exploited that. But there, were, there was no threat to abortion. It's still legal in a lot of states. There was no threat to your Medicare or your Medicaid if you're an older person. There were no threats. And of course, they lied about the student loan debt relief, which just two days after the, the election, a judge in, Florida, in uh, Texas said, you can't do. It's illegal. It's unconstitutional. So they lied about all of these things. Um, these, these foolish young people and single women and whatever else they were fell for it. And now we're stuck with Democrats in control of the Senate for at least two more years. But there's a lot of other lies they told that people don't even, they're not even talking about. For example, do you realize that the Democrats led by Joe Biden stood up and said, there's going to be massive violence on election day. They stood up and they said, there's going to be armed Trump supporters that are not going to be happy. They're going to be, there's going to be political violence. They're going to be beating people up and smashing windows and shooting people and hitting people with hammers and all this other crazy stuff. They're going to be taking FBI agents hostage. The, the right is crazy. They're extremists. They're violent. And there's going to be violence on election day. And there wasn't any. There, not one instance of violence that I heard of. Uh, if, we, if there were, for sure, we, they would have made it a national issue. That didn't happen. That didn't materialize. That was a lie. 
Unfortunately, people bought it. There was no threat to democracy from the uh, right. There was no election denying. The candidates that lost, lost. And they admitted it. Dr. Oz admitted that he lost. But he was supposed to be this radical, hand-picked, Trump-supported candidate. He lost his race. He conceded to John Fetterman, of all people, who can't even spell the word concession. Can't even say it. Adam Laxalt uh, in, in Nevada. Blake Masters. These are not people who are out there suing or arguing or yelling or screaming. These are people who said, damn, I lost. All right, I guess I need to concede. Lee Zeldin in New York. New York is one of the most crime-ridden uh, states in our union. It is a place that has just de- it is just dematerialized into something that was a dream, an economic windfall, a place where tourists and, and capitalists and everybody else could combine and create just a, a utopian society to now something that people fear, people are fleeing from. Population decline, not population growth. That's never the goal of any uh, society or city. But that's what, that's what New York has. And they still uh, thumb their nose at Lee Zeldin and voted in Kathy Ockel because I guess they want to abort all these people, they, well, they don't care about the crime. Crime's fine. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, if I can survive, that's fine. Uh, screw everybody else. So it's really an interesting uh, thing that we're seeing. But these threats, these accusations, these election-denying uh, people, and, and, the, and the violence that was supposed to erupt on Election Day, it never materialized. It wasn't going to. Joe Biden knew that. Yet he stood up twice, once in Pennsylvania, once again in Washington, D.C., and he lied to you about the reaction of the Republicans um, after this election. And that's why they were able to hold onto the Senate. Now, they're going to lose the House of Representatives. They know that. It's not a huge win for them. You know, for, with the Democrats, and that's the other thing people need to realize. In this election, a, a smaller loss is a win. That's basically what we're saying. They lost the House of Representatives. They got more points than they thought they were. They chalked that up to a win. So, you know, see, do what you want with it. But at the same time, there are pockets of this country that understand what this country is all about. They understand what the Constitution is all about. They understand what a threat uh, to society wokeism is, and they're protecting it. And so when you see a place like Pennsylvania that puts John Fetterman into the Senate, when you see a place like New York that allows Kathy Hochul to remain their governor, when you see all of these pockets of wokeism all around the country, just know that they are slowly destroying themselves. And the pockets of freedom continue to grow. Places like Florida, where you have Republicans uh, up and down the board, not just Republicans, but popular, effective Republicans who are fighting for not just their citizens, but citizens all over the United States of America. Places like Ohio, where you have a Republican governor, you have a Republican senator, you have Republicans through up and down the aisle. Again, more people in Ohio are protecting the United States of America as they see the threat of wokeism growing. Our good friends in Oklahoma, the entire state of Oklahoma is red. Everybody's red. They don't have a single Democrat representing Oklahoma in either branch of the government. Texas is red. Beto O'Rourke didn't stand a chance. Georgia is red. Brian Kemp handedly defeating Stacey Abrams and Herschel Walker, despite all of the trash and lies that the, the Democrats threw at him, uh, going to a runoff against Raphael Warnock. Herschel Walker going to a runoff. This guy was supposed to be gone. He was supposed to be buried. They were these lies they told about all these women and abortions and whatnot and how dumb he is and all this other stuff. This guy, he was supposed to be political roadkill, and he was not. He's headed to a runoff, and if the Republican Party gets their act together and gets behind him, he could win that seat. That means that Georgia is getting redder. We've still got some problem parts of the country. Arizona, I'll admit, is a huge problem that they got to figure out. But when you look around the country, 
it definitely seems that Joe Biden has succeeded in doing the one thing that he wanted to do, and that is divide us. Blue states are getting bluer. Red states are getting redder. Blue states are also getting more dangerous and less economically successful. Red states are booming both economically and with population growth. Blue states are losing power. They're losing delegates. They're losing electoral votes. Red states are growing. They're bustling. They're gaining delegates. They're redistricting. And they're getting more of a say in our electoral process because, well, like I said, people are, are voting with their feet. That's the other thing Ron DeSantis said in his, his speech. People have been voting for years with their feet. They're electing to leave New York and Massachusetts and Chicago, and they're moving to Florida. They're electing to leave L.A. and San Francisco and California, and they're going to Texas and Oklahoma and Tennessee. They're getting up and they're getting out, and they're leaving their politics behind. And really, I'll be honest with you, we can lose a couple more of these Senate races. We can lose a couple more of these House races, but we're winning the battle on the ground. We're winning the battle of population growth. And with population comes power. The more people you have, the more powerful you are. Because once again, this is a country of the people, by the people, and for the people. No matter what lies Joe Biden and the Democrats uh, care to tell you. All right, get your Woke Folk book. TheWokeFolkBook.com. TheWokeFolkBook.com. Grab one for yourself if you already have one. Grab one for someone you love. Makes a great white elephant uh, or Yankee gift swap present for your for your office party or for your kids parties or whatever stocking stuffers anyway if you know any democrats if you know any woke folk send them a copy for sure because that'll really piss them off and like i said if you're not if you're not pissing off a liberal what's the point <laughs> what's the point of it all send them this podcast too uh because look the more people we can get to listen to this podcast the more people we can get to read our stuff the more people we can probably convince socialism is bad capitalism, Americanism, patriotism, the Constitution are all good. And if we're not out there evangelizing this stuff, if we're not out there converting more people to our side, which is the American side, then we're never, ever, ever going to save the Republic. And that's all we want to do. That's why I come here every single day, talk to you on the microphone, turn on the video cameras. That's why you write to me and listen to the show, because each and every one of us, all we want to do today, election day, tomorrow in 2024, is, is create the best country we can for ourselves, for our posterity, for our future. Every single one of us listening and watching right now, we're all in this together. We're all in it to save the republic.